Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Today's guest is Mercedes. You know her. You love her. She's back today. We have no topic to talk about. (laughs) None needed because (laughs) it's just going to be au naturel. Yeah, this is going to get rowdy. I have a crazy feeling. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about. There are a lot of shows currently on Bravo and really good seasons right now. Yeah, I feel like it's a golden age of Bravo right now. There's no OC. So that's kind of good. Thank God. And Lisa Rinna is off my television <laughs> set. Thank you, Lord Baby Jesus. When does Jen Shaw go to prison? She like, went to, she checked herself in today oh. to start her sentence. Oh yes, God. to the Texas facility. I wonder if there's mm-hmm. a picture of her. There is, yes. <gasps> okay, ladies and gents, let's look at the picture. Oh my God, I hope she goes in like on natural, speaking of. Oh, look at her. Yep. <clears throat> I saw that today. You know, I didn't ever really get into Salt Lake City. We had a premiere party at our apartment when Megan oh, and I lived so together. Fun. Super fun. It looked like it was going to be good. But that was during, I call it the Great Depression of Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa Renna was on my TV set. And then it was like Salt Lake City and the OC. And it just kind of went through a slump a bit, I feel. Yeah. And also that was during the pandemic time yes. where yes. I feel like all television standards were like really heightened because everybody was home watching so much. So it's like, how do you go from right. us binging The Sopranos to them being like, Salt Lake City Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's oh, like, a huge... Yeah. Mad at somebody. I don't know. Yeah. I just, so I kind of stopped watching Bravo for a bit. And so now well, that you were like, like watching Atlanta season four. you were always very true this is very true old atlanta is Mm. gold i watched all of married to medicine which i'm an absolute fan of i watched all of family karma which is also fantastic and then of course how could you not watch old jersey in new york i feel like those are just iconic it should be in the 
Emmy and Golden Globe Hall of Fame. It's like bedtime watching. This rocks me to sleep like a lullaby. <laughs> Which again, I don't, I, don't I don't have to stay awake for the 15th argument of the show. No, I don't. I'm like, I could just like basically <laughs> recite half the argument. They need to make a white noise machine with just arguments <laughs> from the housewives. In case anybody has, wants an idea for a business, there you go. Hey, it could be us. It, it could be us. It could be. So <laughs> it there, could be. I'm not there busy. There was but... one time that Megan, oh. me, and Jasper were sending these voice text messages to each other that just said different companies that the housewives had started. And so I would send them, she... By Should and we then, do a freestyle? <laughs> yes, we're all be so jealous. <laughs> and we used to get the mess. I was like at the office <laughs> and I was cackling. And my coach was like, What are you laughing at? And I said, This literally could not make any sense to anybody. That even if I explained the like, context, sparkle dog food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Blackwater, Rena Beauty. KZB Beauty, is that what it was? Oh, that was! <laughs> cheater brand. Yeah, yeah that's a cheater brand. Yeah. I mean, I will say, all of these have become cheater brands. Whitney Rose Beauty, that's... Oh, completely. Well, oh. In that situation, when she and her husband were like, you know what we should do? Let's drain our bank accounts and put it into a skincare line for you. As if Sephora isn't full of right, skincare lines. Right. Like, I, I just so, feel like to diversify the products, ladies. 100%. So, I just had a talk with, like, this very senior director at Estee Lauder, which has a lot of companies under its portfolio that you wouldn't even know are part of the Estee Lauder brand. And they were like, it's very easy to acquire um, a beauty company. So, he was saying that a lot of the companies, like these beauty ones, when they get acquired, they realize how cheaply made the products are. And they end up folding very quickly because unless there's an actual quality product behind it, then it really has no value besides whoever is representing it or the face of it. Yeah. Which I thought was so interesting. And I think you kind of see it with like Fenty Beauty. The reason yes. why her brand has yes. grown these insane levels it's is because, because the product is actually really good. And Rihanna. Oh right. my God. Her stopping in the middle of the Super Bowl to just to like reapply her makeup reapply. and touch it up. Classy. Yes, Riri. Also, just like she was patting the puss, and uh -huh. I believe she smelled her fingers after. <laughs> she did, like, and she got paid a lot more than uh, <laughs> Erica Jane. And our dear friend Erica. Oh my God! Well, Erica Jane, what's going on with her? I just saw a picture of her on Valentine's Day where oh, she had no. these like multiple dozens long stem roses being delivered to her and it was on some sort of like meme account that was like when you buy yourself yeah. flowers and then hire paparazzi to take yes. these pictures like everything's okay. <laughs> I was like, honey, your husband's going to prison. This is not the right time to leave the room. No, she, she, I don't think, has had a Valentine's Day in a very long time. Uh, God knows Tom Girardi was even, like, that guy, like, early on, where he's like, I'm not going to get her flowers. Yeah, she a doesn't wear socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does she wear socks? I don't know. She's no, I don't know. Heels only. Pumps slippers. only. <laughs> Poor Erica Jane. I don't know. I've never really been a fan of hers. And my friend John, John Turlock, mm -hmm. who was on last ep last week's episode, he loves Erica Jane so much. And I feel like... Why? Well, he's a new Bravo viewer. So I blame uh, it on him just not understanding. He doesn't, he just, like, he doesn't, doesn't understand get it. the women who paved the way for her. It, 
Exactly. <laughs> Women walked so Erica Jane could run. I mean, truly, let's think about the housewives who have had their music careers on the show, a la Melissa Gorga. I mean, Countess Lou. Kim Zolciak Beerman. And now we see Adriana from Rosas of Miami <laughs> coming out with Thaya. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking of know that episode of New York where they went to Atlantic City to make the video. <laughs> but that was Luann. That was Lou. That yeah. was Lou. And Jill Zarin was in it. Oh. There's like nothing better than like being like, hey, gals, want to be in my music video? <laughs> and then in Miami, none of them were, cared about it on the yacht. And she was like, can we do anything? The poor director was pissed. He's like, we're losing light. We haven't recorded anything. Adriana's like, I don't know what to tell you. And the girls were like, are we done yet? <laughs> they just wanted to drink and like be done. Of course. They're like, being a video girl in the shit video, like, isn't doing anything for our brand. <laughs> no. This song so, is going nowhere. When we were talking about coming on to talk about Miami, I said there's two things that we're going to have to say over and over multiple times. Literally. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I, por favor. Uh, por favor. Por favor. But I also feel like now that I've been re-watching Miami since season one, Marisol is, like, playing up which also they might they also could have whitewashed the ladies seasons one through three right so that's also another thing where they (laughs) no now they definitely embrace it they're like oh there's ojos malo on me and i just know (laughs) don't talk to me about it i i i know that everybody compares um alexia to Teresa. Oh, but I yeah. like her. Like, she's never apologized for the fact that her ex-husband's on the show. She's like, he was in school, a.k.a. prison. Yeah. And, and then she talks about Herman, and she was like, and he had a gay lover. And that's what it is. Like, she does not apologize. At least she's honest about absolutely everything. Well, at a certain point in life, it's like, what, are you going to keep apologizing for things? A lot of these things are also kind of happening out of her control. Of course, like... Yeah, you knew your first husband was, like, a and, drug dealer. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. like, And now she's married to this, like, hot little Jewish thing. He's Italian. Oh, he's Italian. He's Italian from Staten Island, baby. Oh, but he's loaded. He's because where they live in Miami, forget it. He yeah. Is, yeah, she's struck a gold mine with that one. He's another, quote-unquote, real estate guy. Right. I know some uh, real estate guys in the tri-state area. I don't know if they're living in penthouses like that. I, I, I get sketchy vibes. I feel like... Alexia is a like hopeless romantic and like mm-hmm. wants to find love and and wants to be like wined and dined uh, by these my men. My theory is that he w- is a New Yorker, went down before all the New Yorkers got there from the pandemic, and is like completely capitalized on it with his connections. That's yeah. what I think. Right. But if you have an elevator that takes your vehicle up to the penthouse, I mean. I better my oh, <laughs> Literally so crazy. <laughs> I actually really like Dr. Nicole. So do I. I'm for her. And her home is so stunning. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. her outfits, her little look. Oh, she's so cute. I just think she's like, tiny. fabulous. I was thinking today, oh, as I was on my couch watching <laughs> eating potato chips, how phenomenal her body is. And I was like, she must really work out. And I was like, you know what? I should put these down and perhaps work out a bit more, too, to look how cute she does. No. And all of her outfits. They're so cute. I've given up after I was told. After, <laughs> I, after someone thought I was pregnant yesterday on the subway. Um, I'm throwing out any body con out of my <laughs> own. I like 
I can't get into it on the show. I'm going to have people, like, DMing me being like, I'm so sorry. People body shamed you. They're like, you're beautiful. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Matt you're being like, you're, you're really beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> and you're smart. And you're nice. <laughs> and I'm like, what else am I? <laughs> you're like... Tell me more. And he literally says stylish, and I like start to smile. I'm like, Oi. <laughs> I'm like I have such a skewed perspective of compliments. But then going back to like season one of Miami, because I also started there again <laughs> to hear Alexia talk very much like um, Yolanda Hadid about her eating and what she eats and her diet. I'm the Cuban Barbie. I was like, these women are raised with these standards to like always be thinking about what they're eating and things like that well her son the hot yeah (laughs) the hot wife eater yeah Yeah. (laughs) wife eater and took the words right out of my mouth he was like shown in season one with like a little bit of pudge on his belly and Mm -hmm. she's like you need to eat less if you're gonna Mm -hmm. like try to be a model like what what are Mm -hmm. you doing you have to eat less and then like on the reunion which i ended up watching which was the first live reunion maybe first and last live reunion they did on watch what happens live Uh and the women are just like going insane, cursing at each other, fighting during the break, and Andy would be like, "We're back!" and Andrea <laughs> is like screaming at what was her name, Christy Rice, oh, who was girl, a dumb bitch. I did not like her. Little human. I did not like her. I do miss a little bit of Leah Black, though. I mean, she was just an asshole. She was, like, she very was bitch, mean. Yeah. And what happened to the Leah Black Gala? I was looking the other day. It stopped going on in 2013 when she got off the show. Wow. So I'm wondering what happened. I wonder if it was, like... People were probably looking into oh. where the finances and the money was going. Yeah. And I guarantee you it was some, like, sham. And well, it was, like, the money was going to, like, a school in a very privileged neighborhood. Which is so great. it's like, oh, great. Let's give more money to more <laughs> schools that are, you know, doing very well when they're so, probably... I don't know if a lot of people know that when Potomac started, it was supposed to be a show about people in the fundraising scene. So that's why there's so much talk about etiquette and fundraising. And same with Dallas, actually. And, right. And so I was wondering with Miami season one if it was supposed to be a cooking show because all of them had yes! like, an event around their chefs and about cooking because there's that crazy Italian. Oh, I know. He's like... Who's <laughs> sweating and he's like red, like Juicy Joe, yeah. which... I'm sorry to get sidetracked, but why are all the men in New Jersey really red? Well, I was saying last episode that all of their veins are just full of Pop sausage links. Like, they just <laughs> eat so much it's prosciutto. A grease, it's a grease from the sausage that's making yeah. their blood so red. Their skin is so red on the show. I don't, I don't know what's going on. We live in the tri-state area. We get the same climate. Like 100%. <laughs> I don't know what's and going the on. The women here don't have here being New York City don't have nearly as much plastic surgery as they do because one of the new girls, she her face looks like it hurts to just breathe. Oh, not the blonde one. The brown haired one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's young. She, I think she's thirty one or thirty two. She's super young. But there's yeah, a lot of plastic surgery on New Jersey right now. Like it's blowing my mind. It looks like L.A. plastic surgery. Unfortunately, even for non-reality stars, people are getting plastic surgery left and right. And as I get older, and friends of mine are now on the Botox train and they're doing the whole thing and every six months and some of them like look really good but I saw a girl the other day I was talking to and I you could just see she had no expression in her face and she was really funny and I really enjoyed talking to her and then at a certain <laughs> point I was like so what she was I was like going through yeah I'm like 
this her face and then i was like no i think she just got work done just, I, never really I see like it. the new york plastic surgery yeah countess landalessex looks amazing yeah. She looks so good. I mean, well, Ramona's pushed it a little well, over the edge lately. Plus the face tune, Ramona has turned into a new human being. She looks better <laughs> than her daughter, unfortunately. Okay, but nobody's face tune is worse than Gretchen Rossi. Oh my god. She just has no nose. <laughs> she face tunes her daughter. I feel like if anything, she like needs to go get her eyes checked. Like, has she been to an <laughs> eye doctor? I don't years? know if she thinks people believe that that's I what know. she looks like. Oh my god. Well, everybody knows that Kim Zolciak beer oh. face tune her body for the gods. Like <laughs> because there's even accounts on Instagram that show like real life pictures that are submitted of her and her kid her daughters out in public and then how she presents the picture on Instagram and it's like you know just to show that that's not reality what she's posting and it's honestly shocking that her daughters have just become little replicas of her I know and I we always thought the younger daughter was going to really Smart, pull through like, yeah. she's got those three Maybe even four youngins. I, mm-hmm. I four little ones. Yeah. And honestly, I will and, say and then the yep. You know, she put those kids out and yeah, you know, did. she she bounced back and, and I do as much as they are like definitely like living above their means. Well, you didn't see the house foreclosed today. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get a job and I <laughs> now Judge Shaw is in prison and the house was foreclosed. Mm-hmm. Kim Zolciak. It's all over TMZ right now. And I honestly was looking at like they have a website where they sell their used clothing and I went on it to see like oh you know they might have like some shockingly good designer things. Everything was so expensive that I want to say like go look at similar comps on like Poshmark and these other places. Like I'm not going to pay retail price you? for right. a shirt with Brielle's sweat stain on it. No, uh, I'm, I'm not no doing way. that. Oh, yeah, look, Kim Zalciak Bearman House. Oh, my God. Mansion in foreclosure. Yep. Like, $2.8 million. I'm sorry. All these people on these reality shows are buying these, like, million-plus-dollar homes. They don't realize that, like, not only is this income very fleeting, but that's a lot of money for a long-term, like, 30-year... Also, <laughs> like, once they get off the shows, that income is not theirs. And the reason I say this because, you know, New York had the legacy get canceled and they're not doing yeah. it anymore so they were all like we need more money and they're all like potentially so actually wealthy dorinda luann and ramona are <laughs> doing some speaking engagement and like the boondocks of pennsylvania i don't even know who the oh. town it was just posted into one of our like facebook housewives group and i was like what is this because i'm in philadelphia every other weekend and I was like, I've never even heard of this town. You're like, but I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> if it's cheap, yeah. I might go. But they're trying to, that, I'm like, that's what they have to do to make money now? Eek. Which is true. Like, I mean, remember, like, <clears throat> this is mean. Oh, Kim Richards, when she, like, went to that like, fan convention. <laughs> no. And there was, like, a line of, like, 80 people being like, Kim, I loved you. <laughs> whatever. Which mountain, yeah. Yeah. I really loved you in Little House on the Prairie. And she's like. I actually believe she was, like, holding a creepy little doll that was, like, maybe in the movie. I don't know. But, I mean, you have to make a buck, and I respect people going out and hustling. But to be making, like, massive long-term purchases of a home is so financially irresponsible. And I think we see it on Vanderpump Rules with Tom and Katie where he's saying... His part of the mortgage of that home was six thousand dollars. What the fuck is Katie's part? You two are you two fucking idiots are paying 
twelve thousand dollars? Would you put down eight dollars? You're not. You're not in Manhattan. And you're not in Malibu, right? Yeah, so like, like you're like, in the valley in a beautiful cooking on your home, which whatever, nice. Like, and you could see like these houses like are move in ready, which great. I but just, you got like move yeah. in ready is for like a family of like a doctor and a lawyer who right. have no fucking time Absolutely. to sit down and, and like the house paint the house together. A normal young family. It should buy a reasonable home. And then if, you know, after 10, 15 years of living in a reasonable home, huh, then, yeah, maybe yeah. we can That's upgrade. Starter homes. Yes, yes. It, it's not rocket science. But again, I don't think any of these people have really any financial background or prowess. Uh, yeah, whatever. or ability to plan. I just want to talk about how amazing Vanderpump Rules is. So this good. season, so I started watching that in Jersey at the same time. I stopped Jersey to watch Vanderpump because it, to me, was just more real and honest about everything. Because Lala talking about Randall was like totally eye opening. And then the whole James Raquel dynamic, and then Katie and Schwartz going through their stuff. I'm not really liking Sandoval right now, but I just like love. The authenticity of VPR compared to Jersey, which seems just so extra right now that it's unnecessary. Like, they're really reaching, and the plastic surgery just hurts my eyes sometimes. <laughs> like, I just can't. I gotta look away. And there's also a lot of people on Jersey right now. These they're, like, new... trying the newbies yeah. with a lot of OG people. Uh-huh. And it just felt, felt like, a little crowded, Yes, because Jackie's still there, but, like, tangentially. Then you have Jen trying to, like, make a scene and still have issues with her husband. And then you have the issues with Teresa and Margaret. And and then Melissa and Joe are always in the background, too. It just yeah. seems, like, busy. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love Jersey, and so I'm going to... Uh, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm watching. I'm, I'm actually loving it. But... You know, Housewives just flow differently than the other shows, especially yeah. like a summer house, which is back this week, or Vanderpump, Winter House, Southern Charm. These newer There's shows so much. just have different subject matters too, where again, like we're not really dealing right. with, you know, motherhood and watching the kids. Like I don't because always want to see like cooking with your kid in the in the kitchen no, on a housewife show. Not. Like that's so boring. That's why I really like Family Karma that's on right now too. Because Ooh, Family Karma's so good. They go all into I love the Indian culture. I love seeing their outfits. They have a lot of dynamic going on between the friends and the family. And I think anytime you get more than just the cast members involved, I always say this about Married to Medicine, getting the husbands yeah. involved, Family Karma getting all of the parents involved, oh. it just creates a totally different dynamic. And each of the friends are going through vastly different things mm -hmm. that everybody has someone that they can relate to something about totally so i think that that's why family karma one has been one of the minority shows not traditional housewives that's lasted so long is that there's so much content there and there's so much to unpack and then there's also so much to learn culturally mm -hmm. they go into what is holy what is diwali they went into the cultures around the, the weddings. weddings so right. i love family karma i can't get enough what are your thoughts on vishal and richa I think Richa could potentially be the problem. I think she's just as wishy-washy as him. And honey, you knew who this man was day one. So, And 10 years later, you're still being like, I might not sign the papers. Like, I just find that so 
manipulative and weird and even for her to go to mexico and do this elaborate stunning wedding with the man that she loves supposedly loves and she comes back and she's like oh you blacked out and now i'm not gonna sign the papers honey you should have signed the papers before you left there's two thoughts i have on rickshaw i don't i think it's i think i don't know i'm just not into her this season so one to learn about the dynamic with her sister Mm. and how her and her mom I do like, love Lopa. Yeah, and Lopa are just, like, not talking to her. And Michelle is the one that's trying to bring them together. And she's very much like Lopa. So that's why I'm like, well, I don't really like Lopa. So there's that. But two, okay, so everybody knows that Amri and Michelle have this, like, relationship that, you know, could be. They've definitely, like, accidentally been in, like, They've accidentally a, dar- yeah, a right, dark right. closet. And then, we're like, when I fell on your lip. When Richard went on the girl that was like pseudo dating, um, Brian, uh, yeah, Brian, Brian oh, so at the beginning, and then they panned to them, and then they kind of had a similar type of relationship. I just got kind of spidey senses that I was like, oh, okay, maybe Michelle has Omri, and maybe Richard has this girl, and it's not oh, quite. You know what? That's uh, that is interesting because I did feel. Bias. I don't know, like a sexual tension. Wait, maybe they're just like both bisexual. Yeah. And they have found their people. I'm not saying like one or the other. And, right. Forget sexuality is a spectrum. is not acceptable <laughs> in um, the Indian culture. community. Yeah. Right. Oddly enough, I but, think. But what if they're progressive and she's like, hey, you can kind of have your relationship and I'll kind of have mine outside and we'll have ours together? I mean, that is the most progressive thing that they could show on the show, but. I don't think they'd ever pursue it or highlight it with the parents. I just, no. they would never accept it. No, I mean, even this season, they're yeah, like, I mean, Vishal is going to therapy. That's yeah, like a huge, yeah. crazy thing. Which, you know what? Props to him. Mm-hmm. Many men should be going to therapy regardless of your... <laughs> oh, completely. And he's the one that got her to start going. Yeah. So, I just... I, I just, I, I feel like there's something we're not seeing. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe she's a beard. Maybe the same with Anisha and her ultimatum to her boyfriend to get Cinco married. De Mayo, right. And I think I saw this week that they actually showed pictures of him and they were like, oh, now he's revealed. He's a doctor. Um, I don't think that they're engaged yet, though. I don't follow her on social media, though, so I don't quite know for sure. Let's see. Page Six reported two days ago he is 36. Of a course, doctor, he is yeah. a doctor. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, he's cute. He's really cute. She's pretty and she's driven and she's successful, but. Oh, and he's tall. She's very tall. She is tall, yeah. You know what? I respect the fact that she kept it off the show. As on a personal level, Mm -hmm. I can understand her being like, why would I bring this man around to, like, one, potentially affect his career? He's a doctor. He actually Mm -hmm. has shit to lose. And two, you know, once you. You bring your the partner in here. The, the friend group, the, they do, they're very catty, and they do talk crap about a lot of their friends' relationships, like with Monica and her boyfriend cheating on her, uh, and they were talking about it, like, yeah, 100%. Monica, he is such a cheater. And they're not together anymore, either. Of course. She so, hasn't posted anything about anything. him in months. He, she, he, she is off his Instagram, too, because... I was watching the show and I was like, let me do some investigative work. I'm so busy. <laughs> I'm like, so now much... I'm an inspector on my resume. <laughs> investigative journalist here. <laughs> investigative podcaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
the whole situation where she wasn't invited to the family wedding, but his brother's girlfriend was, I immediately knew that something was up. And the fact that her and her father have this beautiful connection with one another, that she begrudgingly listened to him and, mm-hmm. and accepted the things he had to say. And I think her relationship with her mom seems a little bit on the rocks. And mm-hmm. so it makes sense that she would be more trusting of a man mm-hmm. in a situation because she trusts I also think that she man. wants to get married. She oh, yeah. wants to settle down. It was a good fit at the time. To their detriment, as much as their culture is so great and beautiful, that pressure to get married because of your age or because of circumstances, it's just, that is so antiquated. I just... But also, like, we saw when her when her grandma was doing a, a couple scenes that they were talking about how the grandma didn't really want to get married, but she right. had to so that her sisters would be able to get married. Yes, and then you obviously see her mm-hmm. parents had a divorce, which was, like, really looked down upon in their culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to imply anything about her father, but he is going to the ladies' auntie night. Like, uh-huh. he's going to auntie's uh-huh. parties. So And I love her father. Oh, I but think he's again, a gem. Sitting in that car with that douchebag guy. And listen, they're 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 in America now, and they're trying to keep their roots, and, and the younger generation is seeing, like, what part do we want to accept? What part do we want to kind of go against? And so I appreciate the fact that they're even having the dialogue even with Amrit's wedding and mm-hmm. his parents and how they dealt with, with it Nicholas. and opening up to his grandmother before she passed like I like that they're having the dialogue to show that other generations can also have the dialogue however it, the fact that there's still these prominent like concepts that are there that aren't talked about that we can see just shows that we're not that far removed from mm-hmm. certain mentalities and we have a long way to go, but like the progress is being made towards it. I don't know. Well, I know. I think so much of our lives are rooted in these just societal expectations mm-hmm. and at a certain point, Oh, you're 30 and you're not married. What the hell? Well, you know? I mean, even look at New York when they <laughs> would tell Carol, well, you don't have a kid. You don't know. You don't have a kid. You don't know. And it's like. You don't think she understands empathy and love because she right. doesn't have a child? Right. There were so many things. Maybe if we're so talking about, to her about childbirth, right. maybe she so can't speak to that. Her. Yeah. But then women can be nasty to each other and be like, okay, well, New York, all of you only have one kid. So what does that matter? Yeah, exactly. But it's or like Luann's that. children, like season two, being like, mom. Please don't leave. Literally, look at the housekeeper. She's like, "How does my hair look?" (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad mom. But I mean, there's so much pressure, especially on women, to be on a certain timeline, and I think Monica is very pressured by that. And you know, she has that one friend who she shoots scenes with, who's her age, has multiple kids, this nice house, and that's hard. Like when you want something and it's just not happening for you. But as much as you might want it to happen, the more you put pressure on it, the more, you know, it well, could crack and look at not the dynamics work. that are so different, not only culturally, but geographically, because <laughs> pan to summer house, oh. none of them are having the conversations about like having kids and settling down and Kyle turns 40, you oh, know, and there's Kyle. no, I mean, it was big enough for him and Amanda to get married, but Paige is no longer having these conversations, and Carl and Lindsay are not having, they're barely having the marriage conversations, and they're mid-30s, and so 
that's one thing that I love about New York is that we don't have the pressure here. Maybe as you get to 40, then you have the conversation, yeah. but at least we have 10 years on the rest of the United States. And I grew up in Texas, so that conversation yeah. is happening at like 19. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so. You should have at least eight kids by now. Thank you. And that's yeah. like, get me out of here. No, no, no. ASAP. That ain't the plan. Right. That is not the plan. And you know, a lot of people, uh, there's a big debate around Carl and Lindsay. And I like them theoretically together. And I feel like for Lindsay, great for her that you finally have a man who knows all your flaws and everything about you. And the same with Carl. Like, Lindsay knows everything about him and all his flaws. I just don't know if they're in the same space in their life right now. Because Carl's sober. He left Loverboy. He doesn't want to be in this dynamic anymore. And I don't know that Lindsay's in the same place. Well, Lindsay stopped drinking as well. She grows her eggs. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that is one reason you have to stop drinking. They have, like, found this beautiful balance in a relationship Mm -hmm. where they just accept one another in a way. And I think, again, like you said, she has seen the worst of him and vice versa. And so that is, like, a beautiful thing. And, again, they've entered this world of reality television where – you know, your everyday person might not, one, want to be included. So then you might have to be tethered away mm-hmm. from your job, which we saw Paige dealing with that mm-hmm. when her boyfriend was like, no, I'm not really interested in being on the show. And yeah. so then weekend mm-hmm. after weekend, she's having to leave to be with her boyfriend, understandably. But, you know, it's hard to get like a, a normie to come onto one of these shows and yeah. understand not only what it's like to be on a TV show, but to then get the backlash and have these fucking trolls Everywhere, on Reddit, people like time, me. <laughs> yeah, like we're talking about that. Yeah, right. exactly. You're being talked about, and <clears throat> that's a really hard thing to deal with. Like people put themselves out there, which automatically means you are open to criticism as much yeah. as you might not want it or you might not feel you deserve it. But that is the case, and of course, there is a limit to criticism. DMing someone saying, I-, I want you to fucking die. Ridiculous. That's psychotic. That, that's that's sickening. That's Going to their nonsense. pictures and, and writing rude things. That's insane. Sitting here on a podcast critiquing, I'm not tagging Lindsay and Carl saying, get a load of what I said. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's insane. Well, because a lot, I'm people, gonna. a lot of people have opinions too about Juan, Dixon, and Robin. <sighs> and that whole dynamic. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Because I happened to be at a work dinner on Tuesday, and there was, you know, every time someone admits that they like Bravo, it's like, admits oh, you like Bravo, and then we were in the cab, 
heading to Nobu. Yeah, I'm a bougie bitch. Heading Take to Nobu. I'll be your assistant. And she was like, I'll be your oh, waiter. And she was like, what about this? What about this? Have you seen Southern Hospitality? Have you seen this? Yes. And we were just tick, 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 going back and forth. I was like, oh, you're a real fan. And <laughs> nice. she, was like, she was like, what do you think Get about Juan and Robin? And I was like, you know what? Robin has been with him since she was in high school. She knows exactly what she's getting into with Juan. She knew about the affair. Her story about Juan the hotel. for the hotel Girl, because she no, no. You can call the hotel and give them your number. <clears throat> By the way, I do it for guys in my office. <laughs> you can sign a little like waiver to let them charge your credit card. She knows. And I told, I was talking to my coworker who also watches Bravo a lot, that Basketball-wise, if you ever watched it, because the trashy reality on VH1 is my guilty pleasure. Bravo <laughs> is, like, my full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my side hustle. <laughs> right. Basketball-wise, like, early seasons, Shawnee O'Neal's talking about... Oh, I do like... I, I was like, I did watch OG. <laughs> they know that the husbands are doing that. They just choose to not pay attention to it, or they choose well, not to yeah, do something. Yeah, because you get certain things in your life. Like, if you want this certain lifestyle... And that... There's a give and take of everything. Thing. And so I feel like for Robin and Juan, that's been their dynamic. And but bitch, he's not bringing home the bacon, like right. And he's they not banging you, that, like. And they were living what? in that like townhouse, oh. that small townhouse for a long time. Which looking back, it's like, how did you get on the show? I don't. Well, I don't know. you know, maybe like during even development, it could have been a thing where they had money and they had this lifestyle because. They like lost he all their money. Yeah, like true. it he wasn't was like in the NBA. it was, was. And, and NBA I can't NBA. imagine that that was like a huge thing that they were like openly telling everybody. I feel like when you like lose your mansion and lose all your fancy cars and lose all your money, you're probably like, well, let's but try to keep up with I the Joneses so for a little bit. About the real original first housewives, which OC Lori, Lori was Ugh. a key. I had money then I had nothing. And then I had money again. Let me tell you, it's better to have money. Like, and she lost it and yeah. then found that amazingly rich guy. And I was like, that's my template for life. Can I please find one? Please. <laughs> yeah, I need to stop eating potato chips and watching Bravo on my couch. You need to be at networking events, meeting but, men. Go upstairs to the open mic. <laughs> There's an open mic happening upstairs. Close, the mic. Close the mic. <laughs> yeah. We don't need this. <laughs> but it's like people need to see that because guess what? These fairy tale weddings are not, and marriages are not what they tend to be. Hello, Lisa Hochstein and Lenny. Uh, well, okay. From day one, this man never exuded any sort of gentle qualities, you know, kindness. Is it because he's Russian now? It could be. Julia from Miami's Russian, and she is a <laughs> Which, brother. by the way, I was cackling at Adriana's uh, when he was when she was pretending to be Julia oh. and she was like hi it's a very good to have you here I don't know I think he always probably accepted the fact that he was a rich man he didn't have to be loving kind gracious respectful to his wife yeah and she put up with it because you get certain things and some people have no other way of getting nice things in life you know you go to work and bust your fucking mm -hmm. ass and you have all these amazing things me i sometimes bust my ass <laughs> but you know like i have nice things because i work and I have built a career and built a life for myself other but women can't build those lives for themselves so also, then they're trapped in this little world back to society 
some women are trained to yeah. be like housewives that look good and are arm candy and that's how they're going to get paid i mean like look at yolanda hadid you know what I mean? oh. like and how she literally teaches her kids to be like that too and so Eat one almond but make your husband a massive spread for dinner right. so that you know right. he doesn't some, leave you some women are raised like that they really are good for them because <laughs> i mean they live in sometimes i think not fulfilled marriages but what do well, i know well that's the thing then it gets to the point where it's like is this a partnership or is this a dictatorship where the man right. really controls everything and again some people want that but i cannot be told babe why is there a 372 dollar charge at bloomingdale's no never i'm i'm much are more you the, kidding i'm you, on the ramonas i'm yeah. on the ramonas singer train oh yeah of make your own money if things don't work out then you have your own stuff still. Ramona still has her Hamptons house. Mm. Ramona's divorce was like a blip in the radar. She literally was like, you know what I mean? Deuces. Right. I'm good. I don't need I your have money. money. My daughter's I'm going on to college. I'm on the Ramona Singer train. There's the Ramona Singer train and the Lisa Hawks train. You know what I mean? Like there's Where he's like, get trains. the fuck out of the house. And there's, oh. it's like each woman has a decision to make and whatever train you want, doesn't matter. And there's like, no judgment in that. So many women choose to give their life to a man and put their whole trust and faith into a man i just like can't do that i think also my parents were both working parents both equal breadwinners and then my dad lost his job and my mom was the sole breadwinner for years and i saw god forbid she didn't have that job i wouldn't have been able to go to college I would have been able to go to college, but not a private college with no loans, you know, fortunately. Right. Same with my brothers. Like, all of these things. That, and that was happening, like, during pivotal years of my life in 2008. So, it's like, at, you know, in my sophomore year of high school, I'm thinking, fuck, like, I gotta get my shit together. I gotta go to fucking college. I mean, like, I have to get a job and be, you know, I functioning. I think that the original Housewives definitely influenced me. For just thinking about how you approach relationships because it was OC was the original one and then you had New York come right after it and there are women who were like we had all this and then we got divorced and then I had nothing because Luann got divorced like second season I think Mm -hmm. and then you had Lori on OC season one talking about losing all her money and it was the first time you were seeing people like losing all their money and like not wanting to say marriage is the answer because it's not and so i de- it definitely influenced me when i was younger to be like okay well if you could lose everything then yeah i should have my own money and i shouldn't be dependent on a man well then I you guess. have to think it's like it's beautiful when people can put their trust in someone but like maybe i'm jaded because of watching these types of shows and just you know th- my, i can't my doesn't <laughs> really go into it they've alluded to it that dr nicole was with a teacher, mm. oh, like God. a school teacher. God forbid. And I'm like, because the girls were shaming her about yeah. it. And she was like, so what? He was a teacher. So a guy that clearly didn't make as much money as she did, they got divorced. But also her fiance was married before as well. They don't say anything about his mm-hmm. ex-wife. And now she's going to be marrying this lawyer. And so she- Which had- that guy, I think, is shady boots. I'm getting shady. What do you mean? Well, because he is like- I read on Reddit that he's one of those lawyers who has, like, billboards. Okay. And I feel like any lawyer on a billboard... Didn't, is, Craig, didn't Craig have a billboard in South Carolina? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Prime example. And then, remember the latest girl on OC, Noella? 
her husband had like these billboards all over town being like, I'm sweet James, hire me. It's like, I just don't believe it. Like when you Mm. feel like your law firm needs this much marketing. I believe Selena and Barnes are good people. <laughs> oh, I, cool like... I, I know not everybody knows Selena and Barnes here in New York, but it was a drama. And they got broken up. I want Mrs. Selena to join New York Housewives. That That's what I want. Great. And I honestly think one of them has died. And I think <laughs> no, it's, one did. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I think I it's just Barnes. Barnes. I think it's Barnes. And he was apparently a good man because I saw, and this is like a new social media, <laughs> his like nephew wrote to like one of the New York accounts because there's a couple of New Yorkers that if you're local here, you follow them, New York Nico and oh, yeah, yeah. all these. And, and they were saying like, I just want to write about how wonderful my uncle was. And uh, anyways, we digress because if you don't live in New York, it's a very I was gonna niche, say, that's it's a very deep niche market. <laughs> but we're talking about these gaudy- For injury attorneys. <laughs> body injury attorney billboards and so i drive listen again i'm just gonna reiterate i am bougie bitch so i drive don't forget it i drive into work i drive into manhattan (laughs) and so when i drive and pays for parking pays for the tools to go in and out of manhattan so when i drive in there's always to my left an injury attorney billboard and to my right a sirhan billboard as well well he has a whole building so that's right in hudson yards oh his company and somebody asked me about his real estate company recently and they were like is it really that good i was like sirhan's fucking huge in new york by the way he is a big real estate player a lot in brooklyn he has a place downtown and not for nothing i go to the same esthetician as his wife and they are fantastic oh Um, i forgot you go there yeah and you went there because of her her. Uh and you know what i feel like she is a smart. She's a lawyer. Yeah, she's a bad she bitch. A she lawyer. found this fucking man, and she's like, you know what? I've got my bag. You've got yours. I'll support you. I'll be on this these silly mm-hmm. fucking shows. Yep. <laughs> like we'll do the thing. Mm-hmm. And look at them fucking thriving, making Completely. so much money. He makes so much money an hour. He has all these classes. Yeah, he does like work. He had his own show, and he's still working and and running his own company. Like Ryan Serhant is a hustler. And good for him. And oh my god, Frederick! Frederick's kids, kids are gorgeous. I just want to see. They uh, like need to be like in a Pottery Barn kids catalog. The, that's his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and and Frederick's been sober too. Frederick's been oh, sober. Really? For, I think he just celebrated, if I'm not mistaken, two years of sobriety. He talks about it. He writes about it. Um, that's amazing. He's so over the top. I mean, talk about going from a guy who did porn oh, to real estate to now have, being a family man that is the true and unapologetic about all of it which is what i love and i loved that him and his husband had pretty stark differences and real conversations about it too genuinely like working through their problems well i guess wait they're twins right oh wait yes, they're twins they're twins oh wait, yeah he said today i celebrate two years of out without yep, alcohol First time I shared was 73 days and people were like, what? Oh, I'm so grateful and happy. Who knew sober birthdays were celebrated in such a major way? Oh, that's sweet. Even my kids woke me up with cake. And in the gay community, one, you don't see long lasting relationships. They're usually an open, not, I mean, I shouldn't say usually. I said, there's a lot of open relationships. There's a lot of different dynamics. There's a lot of non-commitment, um, just with different issues impacting each of the partners that, for the community, I feel like it's a really big yeah. show for them to be like together for so long. And I don't know. I've always liked Frederick. 
him and his, him and Bethany's show was pretty tragic. It was awful because was awful. he said Bethany was terrible. Well, Bethany is not a real estate mogul, so you know she's but probably she, trying to she talk thinks, over she him. Then <laughs> I still follow her on Instagram just because I genuinely like. I see a lot of myself in Bethany, for better or for worse. I so. I used to mm-hmm. after the pandemic. I really believe the pandemic has changed. My work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. I'm like, but I'm more intense than I know. I know. You're like, about. more time to work. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so to see her with Paul, I'm like, there's hope. There's yes. hope. I'm in the tunnel. No, there's always uh, hope. I just, I can't stand her beauty edits anymore. I'm just like, okay, enough. And when Hannah made fun of her, I was cackling because I was like, it's so accurate. Well, the thing about her is that she's like, okay. Sit down. I'm trying this cover girl makeup. And it's like, okay, you're trying cover girl makeup. That's great. But when you're not here, you're wearing like creme de la mer, like Chantecaille makeup, like the best top of the top French makeup, which like I live and die for that. I, after working for like the cut, Evoke, like, <laughs> all I want is luxury beauty items. When the Estee Lauder presentation that I was part of the other week, when he was like, mm, $315 for a, hy- a hydration lotion, I was like, mm, I need that. <laughs> okay, like, mm, add to cart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, she's not using all of these things on her day to day. And also, it's like, you know, you're Botox phase, you're like, this is great for anti wrinkles. It's like, what fucking wrinkles do you have? You think she has Botox? I think like in between. I think she has it in her in her elevens. I am so. A, I'm sorry. I'm going not all the crow's feet. I'm, I'm going all. This the is truly what I'm my brain so, is like. I'm at so all. <laughs> I'm so angry that Larza says that she has not had any work done, honey. Enough. You're not fooling a Enough. single person. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. I was watching Miami today, and I was like, nobody's. But looks like that. It <laughs> no, doesn't. No one's like Kendall Jake that says she never has any work done. Honey, look at you on Atlanta season one. That is not you today. If you get just if you get injections, that is work done. Well, that's the thing. If it's you, like people saying they're like, well, no, I didn't go under the knife, but I just had like needles stuck in my butt. If that is work <laughs> that's done, work. you don't need to be under anesthesia yeah, like you, to have work done. <laughs> Stop lying. No, and Stop. Larsa, Larsa not only has changed how she looks, but she's also obviously taken the Kardashian voice. Oh, yes. And watching season one with her, so she was just on season one of Miami. She didn't do season two and season three because she acted like such a fucking fool season one. <laughs> Where she made her mom fire the housekeeper, mm-hmm. which, the way she was talking about the quote-unquote help, I was like, who the fuck do you think you are? And, oh, I just really didn't enjoy that. But, at least she had a voice. She had something to say season one. These past seasons, she comes in and she's Kardashianified, and so she's so aware of what she's saying. She's so aware of how she looks. But I and the face, the body is the just fake, fake, fake. When they were like, Larza, you're the drama. You're the one doing all these things. And they cut to her. Well, I heard this about you. And I heard this about you. And it's Larza. Larza. I was like, the producers are genius. I, the mm-hmm. producers at Bravo do not get enough credit. I would say the editors. Oh, editors produce everything. All of them. like Because producers are- just bring people into a room. The editors, the editors, editors are genius. Like they need an award just for editors of shows. We saw Titanic in 
IMAX 3D on Valentine's Day. It was incredible. So now the two of us just watch like Titanic videos on YouTube. <laughs> Things have changed for people. What has happened to me? <laughs> I lost my edge. <laughs> like those memes that are like, you turned 30 and you're excited about vacuums. <laughs> I'm looking at Megan talk about Titanic on Valentine's Day, and I'm like, what? We went to Shake Shack, and we saw Titanic. I was at fucking Nobu on Valentine's Day. The second it was like, I'm like, I watched Hamilton yesterday, and I was was really okay. I only I I saw Hamilton. With the guy who I thought liked me, he didn't. Um, <laughs> and we were so drunk, but we saw it. I it was we were in the last, <laughs> the last seat, row, at the, the last back row. The I could touch the carpet on the walls, no. and we no. were so drunk. And I remember, like, I was crying during the play, and I then, cried at the end. Yeah. Then, I mean, this is going into personal zone, <laughs> but. What? After I was like, it's like so. Like, what are we? Like, what are we doing? Uh-huh. And he's like, I think you like his sister. No. So then I pulled like a Carrie Bradshaw at her wedding, where uh-huh. she's like hitting big. Okay. I literally like laid hands on him and like did like a two hand <laughs> like football. A, like a Seinfeld. Yeah. Bennett, get out. Yes, literally. I just pushed him and was like, I fucking hate you. Yeah. That's like Brian Benny so like, I, when Monica yeah. denied him and she was like, I don't think that this is going to happen. Yeah. But he was also not ready either. She knew that. I think the guy is gay. So, Brian? No, my the guy who, <laughs> who told me what I, I was like, work. you should have, you no. should see me set up. <laughs> no, Brian's. I love Brian's. Okay, again, this is this him. episode is ADD. If All you know me funny. and I'm you sorry. know my like old OCD on Bravo Happy mm-hmm. Hour, this would not fly mm-hmm. in Bravo Happy Hour two and one point We just have fun and do what the fuck we and, want. And and this episode is for super fans that know <laughs> every actual show that we're talking about because if you only follow housewives you're like what the hell is family karma what the hell is marriage mm-hmm. medicine what the hell is southern charm like what the hell is winter house you have no idea what no. we're talking about wait did you watch real girlfriends of paris i did not i did not either and i studied abroad in paris mm-hmm. so i f- haven't watched it because i feel like i'm gonna like quit my job, done my boyfriend, and moved to Paris, like, if I watch it. Yeah. Just because I am, like, oh, I want to, like, relive when I was 20 years old. You know, I was in, so I I travel a lot for work. I travel to probably one or two cities a week. And I was in a hotel once watching that show about the love abroad. I don't watch that shit. I didn't. I I had to draw a line. I had one episode. And I was like, this is very much giving me TLC, Nanny Day, Fiance vibes. And I think that's why I didn't do very well. Because I'm like, you can't. There's a vibe on VH1. And there's a vibe on TLC. And it doesn't quite work for the Bravo crowd. So you can't always do like a crossover of concepts. Also, when something is really good, like 90 Day Fiance, they have their audience. Right. They understand, again, the editing and and how to show. And there some fans that watch TLC, but it's like you have a primary and then you have a secondary, right? Yeah. Like, I don't really, like, for me, it used to be always Bravo number one, then Mm -hmm. E!, where yeah, now I, I don't like, really watch e. but you can, because you know why because everything went streaming yeah and so yes we watch peacock 
So I don't know where E is streaming on. And I took off Hulu because the shows aren't on Hulu anymore. So I just yeah. canceled the subscription. And I'm like, oh, it's on Peacock. So that's what Peacock I'm is amazing. Uh, so and good. they have The Office, which I used to love that show. <laughs> they have and I haven't watched every in years. season, oh, so too, for every oh, Bravo show. Ladies of London's on there. Oh, it's amazing. It really fulfills well, my soul. I have to watch Ladies of London again. I need to that's watch actually, the beginning. That should, that's that's, that's what I should do. I'm, I'm re-watching Miami through right now. Then I have to go watch Real Housewives of Dubai. I haven't watched that. I try to get into I it. I can't watch and, a show about women in Dubai when, like, Women With have like various no rights. Yeah, like I, I, I just feel like I'm like, That's oh, exactly these like wealth, some of these wealthy, like at least Caroline Stanberry being like the lead person. I'm like, oh, like a highly privileged British woman in this place where the common woman in Dubai like can't drive. I know that's that's then again I don't know a lot about what's going on in Dubai, so you know, don't quote me. But like, I don't. I mean, I, I just don't. I I, I know. With so many things, even as I was thinking about coming back on today, I was like, "What can't I say? What's going to get canceled?" But like, I want to get, I want to get canceled. Like, uh, it'd be a sigh of relief, right? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, cancel me. I'll quit the fucking show. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Do, literally. Literally. Do it. Uh, <laughs> and that show just like. Didn't really get me from the beginning when I watched the trailer. I just said, I want to see Ladies of London. I don't want to see Caroline doing anything else. Yeah. I want to see her. Remember, her business was like a gifting business for the, like which, luxury gift. How chic is that? Where it's like some dumb man, a Lenny Hoxstein, if you will. He actually no. He would never put the time in to call someone to say, "What the hell should I get my wife?" They These are her interests. Assistance to get stuff from these places. The men do not do it. By the way, in case anybody doesn't know, I work in finance. They send their assistants to go to these places to get the gifts. Luckily, Mercedes is the CEO. She doesn't <laughs> have to do it anymore. But you might give suggestions. Yeah, well, for sure. And uh, luckily, one of my salesmen, who is very uh, independently and like family wealth, oh, is jealous. obsessed with the Bravo. Absolutely obsessed. Well, he, I mean, we're not going to say his name. We don't yeah, want to out yeah. our source. But he is just kiss like okay so i not only do i love bravo but i also love like all influencer snark and i'm on the reddits ladies and gentlemen Uh i don't comment i'm a lurker i do not Uh comment you do not what is the phrase that dorinda says write it regret it say it forget it yeah (laughs) stupid drunk shit say it forget it write it regret it. so i don't write anything down on paper but i read every post on every snark <laughs> fucking reddit account and then nyc influencer snark reddit is crazy because it just talks about nyc influencers right, right. but your co-worker might have started that reddit <laughs> like he, he also, knew, like the one time people he went to school oh. with those people he was raised he's in like, like high society oh, yeah. new york so he's part he's of all like of in like the new york to michigan Social university scene. of michigan yeah. like fancy new yorker vibe back into manhattan right after college yeah. and then like moved to westchester after like yep, it's a yep. bit the pipeline the, yes totally but he had tea the first eight minutes i met him he was giving me deadpan tea like yeah. he was oh, just like a well, grown 100%. straight man being like you follow we wore what uh-huh. yeah i know her uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he knows everything uh, and he and knows and, the hot spots and also you're going to fort charles 
Yes, I know. Well, How do you, you get into Nobu like all the time? I just, I'm just like, hey, can you give me a reservation? He's like, yeah, no problem. Um, and his wife also is obsessed with Bravo, so he's like, oh, me and her just watch it all the time, and we're always talking about it. And I'm like, Megan, this is your dream husband. <laughs> that when I met him, I was like, I'm going to ruin his family. And then yeah. I found out he had children, and I said, I won't <laughs> this time. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's interesting to have an inside peek at these lies. Because well, he he's in it, and he's sometimes. like yeah. in the social circle of people who would be on these shows mm-hmm. where... You know, we can watch from afar. Right. And I don't and so live in that like world. He knows and he's like, I fucking knew they were doing that. Like, it's just really interesting to have his take on a lot of stuff. Because he called Lenny and Lisa's divorce. Stop, stop it. He called it, honestly, like, a year before. I was like, no way. They're not getting divorced. He was like, I'm telling you right now. Because his dad lives in Miami. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So they're. Oh my God. So it's like a multi generational gossip. Oh, yeah. So his dad started a lot of the wealth, and he's like, oh, so he's actually, he's in Florida this week. Um, so he was like, they're totally getting divorced. I'm telling you right now. And I was like, no way, no way. And then it comes out, I was like, oh, you called it. He's like, I told you. I no told way. You. Yes. It was uh, the two of them needed to break up. I know. After last season, when she was like, "We keep having parties with all these hot girls," and when she I've been was like, "Pretend that you love me." When I watched the first episode, I believe of season two, where it's Lisa's first season, she comes on and she makes a comment when they are moving to the into the mansion on Star Island. She goes, "I hope the neighbors don't mind the parties that we have." So they have been having these like raucous parties full of hot people for years, and you know. Lisa probably loves it because she likes to drink, likes to have fun, which who doesn't? Good for her. But, you know, getting to the point where it's like, oh, now you're just actually creating a meat market for your husband to pick his next wifey. Also, I did see something like on that. a post today that said, like, well, the divorce is pretty good, pretty much a good idea because she posted a picture of the guy who she's allegedly dating right now, and he's young and really attractive let's see is this a caroline sanbury situation not as young as caroline's husband now husband but he's definitely attractive he's definitely younger she posted him on her stories Mm. so people took a screenshot i was gonna say yeah this is reddit world Mm -hmm. yep Um, yep let me go lisa hoxie new boyfriend i'll find it in about one minute he's i think he works in tech and i think i mean lenny knew him whatever it's like you think you can get somebody? Lisa is young and attractive, and she can sure as hell get somebody too. Because I was rewatching because it automatically came up on Peacock, Potomac, and um, the girl. Which one's the one? The, Was this the him? Jewish. Yes, yes, oh, that's he's him. cute. Very cute. Very cute. <clears throat> the one um, intro hive founder. This sounds like a dating app. Yep, something like that. Who was the girl on Potomac season one and she recently oh, came back? Katie Ross. Katie. So Kate, I mean, Katie wow. Ross season one Potomac, she had three young kids. Oh under yeah. The age of five, and that really hot guy that was dating her. And I'm like, you, he was not fucking hot. You, I like Jewish guys though. You like Jewish guys. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> anti-Jewish men, but his, Jewish his look, men. I got gay from him. He was not hot. 
I thought he was. No. Well, anyways, my whole point was saying she had very young kids, and he stepped in, and he was willing to take care of them. So if Lenny... Yeah, for like six months when they were filming, he was gone. Well, Katie's a bit much, though. Well, yeah. I I mean, so Katie's working at a food co-op. I I love that she's like a normal person. She's like, oh my god, I'm making like $15 an hour. Is Ashley still dating the guy from Summer House? She met his mom. God bless her. I love it. Luke, That's Luke is a hot mess, though. I just think emotionally, he's yeah. I was gonna say, place. not like in his life. I feel like he's not a mess because he would always like you'd always see a clean room with Luke. Yes, but yes. um, in terms of yeah, like his emotional IQ, yes, very low. And well, it's it's the model effect when you're so hot. Everybody just loves you, yes, and women yes. just love you automatically. Like not for who. Right. You, for of course a little bit of who you are, but the way you look is a huge part because of that. I was so... going back and watching old um Summer House and seeing the dynamic with him and Hannah and I just I couldn't wrap my head around what was going on there because she's not on his level of attraction crazy about but it. But then she was like, Oh, I'm gonna play like hard to get, but I'm also gonna fuck this other guy. So it's like, Well, what is it? Right. What is it? Are you into me? And men? As much as you want to play a game, the moment a man finds out that you are playing a game, they do not like you. You will never be seen as girlfriend material. But, you know, like, the moment a guy sees that in a woman, they will no longer put you in girlfriend category. You're just hookup category. And I'm sorry to digress again off on a different tangent. All, you know, this is our therapy. I know. Shep is still a hot mess. <laughs> you went to like number one hot mess. Like just from, because we're talking about men no. that are literal oh. hot messes. Well, literally, yeah, literally, <laughs> Shep is a hot mess. Well, he was hot and rich. Old money. Fact, old money does a lot to a man's confidence, right? But at some age, it's like, honey. <laughs> we're not twenty. Well, no, more. he fucked up. Whatever Taylor was gorgeous and willing to put up with that and shit. like such a like so positive because i see all the girls on that last season all hang out together now yeah and i'm like what are you idiots thinking well because it. there's always that next catch like yes there's yes. the high in being with the next best thing and so what girls are still sleeping with chef he's a walking std He's, they've even said that he gave STDs to people on the show. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Danny said he should yes. him gonorrhea. Yeah, exactly. And again, not, I'm not STD shaming. <laughs> Listen, people get it. It's yeah, like, you can get one. Um, but, you know, you don't fuck Shep. He's gross now. He's gross. And he's just, he's definitely going to be T-Rev part two. One thousand percent. The fact that he didn't marry Taylor, oh yeah, was like the nail in the oh, coffin yeah. for his future. And I feel like Austin's heading that way as well. To think that there is not more in life than just getting laid. To be with someone and partnership and a future, and of course, like you want to end up with someone who you're sexually attracted to, and right. there's that element there. But there's so much more that you need. To actually have a partnership that's going to last and work and, and be also, healthy. When you get older and you're sick and you're dying, who's taking care of you? 
complete one-off tangent, just because we're talking about Austin, <laughs> I think about Madison and A-Rod's new girlfriend, because he just wished her a happy birthday. Oh, God. Because like- <laughs> he just wished her a happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> looks exactly like Madison. Wait, I have to say And I'm like, oh, my that. gosh. Yeah, so look up A-Rod's Is Instagram. she, like, the sporty girl? Sporty, blonde, everything. And I'm like, oh, A-Rod, Catherine Pad gets type. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He's got a type. Um, All right. Let's wrap this bitch up. We've talked for an hour and 13 minutes. Wow. Jesus fucking Christ. Jeez. This is therapy. <laughs> and now we're going to dinner and we're going to talk and cackle for two more fucking hours. Truly. Thank you so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. Tell a friend. We do word of mouth marketing here. We don't do social media post marketing. Post it on Reddit. Post it on your Facebook groups. Post <laughs> it on TikTok. If you write anything on fucking Reddit and it's negative, I'll find you. Just kidding. <laughs> but we'll cancel you. Yeah, no you'll matter. be canceled real quick. <laughs> All right. Literally. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>